back. Um, this is episode five. We made it to episode five. Um, <laughs> this one is the first episode where we're actually doing what we were supposed to be doing in the first place, yeah. which is I find a movie you haven't seen, you find a movie I haven't seen. Finally, you found a movie I didn't see, mm-hmm. but it's kind of an embarrassing one because I should have seen it already, knowing that I'm a film person. But um, yeah, t- two good movies. Uh, I guess we can go into the fucking first one right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first one we we watched it together. You know, we didn't watch the second one together. I watched it by myself, but you've seen it, yeah. and you said it's like one of your favorite movies, so you don't really need to watch it again. <laughs> um, so the first one is a little Canadian movie that was shot in Markham and Toronto and Mississauga, uh, and it's called Ginger Snaps about <laughs> going through puberty, but it being a werewolf. <laughs> situation i know we watched it you didn't know what to expect and right in three minutes i think it's two minutes in um is a scene where they're like the dog and then you see the fucking dog on the ground you're like what the fuck like right away you were not expecting that level of craziness i'm not gonna look up what this is about because i trust it's not gonna be that gory but (laughs) i was wrong uh but no what the question though i think what's more important about gory or not was it a good movie i think so if i put that aside because that's my personal discomfort um i think it was pretty good because like it's a movie i've seen a lot like it's one that was your first time i've seen this movie probably Every year for the last maybe three or four years for Halloween, always in September. I know last year my first movie of the year for Halloween was Ginger Snaps because I was like, I got to get in the mood. I got to get some Starbucks, some of that pumpkin spice stuff, pumpkin spice bread. Got to watch. Maybe, no, not na- not last year. Actually, that's that's not true. It was last year when I was here, but then it was a year before when I was at home. Both years, it was the first movie I watched. Um <laughs> It's, I'm probably going to change the tradition, though, because I did just watch it for the podcast, so I think the mm-hmm. first movie I'm going to watch for Halloween will not be this movie, um, but I think the notable things about this movie, the effects. I think the effects <laughs> are the big thing. The effects are the big thing. Yeah. <laughs> like fast cutting, so they don't show how bad the wolf is. Yeah. But there's some cool I shit mean, with the wolf, like the cool, creature though. effects. I think maybe the wolf looks bad, but like the creature effects of her slowly turning into a fucking yeah. werewolf is really interesting. Especially for two thousand. Yeah. Like it's cool. For a two thousands Canadian movie, it mm-hmm. looks pretty good. That's the thing too; it's Canadian, <laughs> so you can tell there were the there were a few times. Was... Yeah, and then they used the fucking. Um, they they used handheld for most of the movie where they just fucking chase I... people around and shit and it was it looked very canadian i don't mm-hmm. i feel like even like there's that scene the funny fucking scene from this movie where she has she's trying to get back to the school like i got to give her the needle and she runs into the fucking dude that is also a werewolf and you can tell that that was someone's backyard in fucking ontario's <laughs> behind the fucking walk through okay. behind people's houses and shit like like, they don't even hide it because there's a fucking license plate that says Ontario yeah, on it. It's just there, but even like the actors, they just look Canadian. It, can I can't people look it. Canadian? They just look Canadian to me. I, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know people could look Canadian except for stereotypical like, Canadian, where it's like, ah, oh, you got the moose, you're riding a moose. 
and you got all that shit, you know? Just some of their faces, I was like, that looks like Justin Bieber. And then there were last names in the movie for characters that were definitely last names. Yeah. Mine wasn't because it's not a Canadian last name, so I'm fine with that. Um, That's for when we get to the, the Scandinavian Iceland fucking movies, whenever. I find a movie I want to talk about, maybe Vindeberg, I don't know, something like that. Then we'll start to go to my fucking last name. But, no, it's, the acting, is the acting good? I think the acting's good, but it's, but I can take it down to a level where I'm like, I can respect, though, that it's a bunch of teenagers from Canada, so it's like, they're not gonna be the best actors of all time. I mean, I thought it was good, but I just can't stop thinking about how her eyes is her name like B? Uh, yeah, so like that, like her, the little Bridget, the little Bridget, sister. Yeah. Um, <laughs> her, I don't. She did this movie. She did the two sequels, and I don't think she did anything else after that. But no, the notable part of her performance, not to like attack her or anything about her acting, but like it's all eyes. It's, it's all like the perception of things. Her like eyes go super wide. You see the whites of them, and then she's just like. And she's that's like most of the movie though in in multiple situations it's just that reaction yeah yeah like I noticed it a lot which is like maybe not amazing but I yeah. mean it's fine she's still a good actress it's just the script her facial expression the script is good the script is good I'd say yeah. like there's some lines in there that are genuinely funny um mm-hmm. like the whole like the dinner table shit with the family <laughs> and like when they have so to hide relatable. the body. <laughs> And had to fucking hide the body in the freezer, and they accidentally like, they accidentally drop the two fingers, and for some reason the family doesn't realize that yeah. it's like human fingers, even though the nails are not made of, like fucking plastic. It's not <laughs> squishy. It's not squishy like plastic is, but they don't even realize. They're just like, oh, it's just their dead bodies, you know. It's fine. Yeah, and the t- I guess we could talk about the, t- you know, so. There's a lot of great things. The cinematography is very Canadian. Color mm-hmm. grading is very Canadian. Um, the pacing's not too terrible because it's essentially just a werewolf movie. Yeah. You know, it makes sense the way it progresses. Uh, but the big thing that's interesting is the title. What the title means. <laughs> I love it. Um, because when I first saw the movie, I was like, why the fuck is it called this? And then you watch it and you're like, oh, because the character Ginger snaps and kills people. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. But people are like, ooh, like the cookie? It's like, no, no, this is... <laughs> That was my thought. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that sounds like a cookie. A movie. But. And then you realize, oh shit, no, it's because she goes crazy and eats people. Yeah. Um, but this is a movie that I've realized it has, you either like it or you don't like it because mm-hmm. of the aesthetic of it. It's a movie that when it came out, people didn't really like it. But then over time, horror people started to realize that it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's just not like expensive to make. <laughs> Um, it's got a lot of interesting reviews, though. (laughs) Um, like, there's a lot. I think we're going to spend the rest of the shit of this, because I don't know what else to talk... Do you have Uh, anything else to talk about about this movie? I was just going to say, girls on their period. (laughs) Full moon, wild. Is this just how it is? Is the director a man or a woman? A guy, but the writer, the writer is <laughs> okay. female. I was just saying. The writer who, yeah, I guess I could talk about that. The fucking writer of this movie. Right. What's her name? Um, I gotta look it up. Uh, her her name is, uh, yeah, it's um, Karen Walton. Karen Walton, 
from what I've heard around here in Toronto, she will actually take screenwriting directing students and she'll go to the bar with them mm-hmm. and they'll have these things where she'll get around to shots and there'll be a game where people have to pitch movies and if they're good enough people will actually follow up with you um and i thought that was really interesting that like karen walton who now is a little older she's done a lot of some things in you know uh canadian film and television is now hanging out with people my age screenwriting mm-hmm. students my age um it's getting cool. shots with them it's pretty funny <laughs> Um, but no, the reviews are interesting. Um, this is really funny. Uh, okay, what? Who who wrote yours? That's what I'm asking because I want to know if I have the same one. Diamond Bolt. Okay, okay. Mondo Cinema, which I thought was a YouTube channel, but I guess it's not. That's a cool name. If it was a YouTube channel, um, th- their review is just one word. It's a three star review. They thought it was okay. They said, "Could one consider this a period piece?" <laughs> not as funny but diamond volt says two and a half stars what the fuck did dogs do to the people who made this movie it's true it's true three and a half this girl named sarah uh who's from edmonton that's awesome uh who really loved petite maman that's good because i really want to see that later this year um said i always thought that ginger snaps was a weird title but then ginger like snaps in the movie (laughs) so it makes sense Where's girls just want to have fun? Oh yeah, Diamond Bolt. Yeah, Um, sounds like Ginger Snaps. More like Ginger Snapped. Am I right? A lot of people don't like the dog killing, which I can totally understand. It's just there's a lot in there. Yeah, and it looks realistic. I hate like pet deaths in movies. Like yeah, possibly even more than like human gore. Oh, I'm gonna have to because I know we're. This is a spoiler for later, but Halloween, during Halloween, one of the movies we're going to watch is Halloween. I'm going to have to warn you, because there's a scene in there that isn't excessive, but, like, it just happens. You're like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck? Like, it's, it's like a two-second scene. But, like, um, yeah, I guess now every, and then also, other movies, when they have shit, there's a lot of warnings you give me. Like, warn me about all these things, so I will. Um... (laughs) But no, this, this is a good one. Three star. This movie would have turned out a lot different if it was called Snickerdoodles. <laughs> Rip Ginger. You would have loved Twilight. Yes. A lot of people are just talking about the dogs. Love trans horror actually aren't most good horror films a bit. I never thought of it in that way. It could be a trans movie if we really go that deep into it. Mm, so oh, cool. Someone said they watched it through Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs, Season 3, Episode 4, Film 1. I remember that. I did watch this with Joe Bob and everyone. That was fun. Someone said, just found out Ginger is a Scorpio in real life. I love her even more. <laughs> that makes sense, actually. She, oh yeah also shout, shout her out i'm gonna shout her out because she's on twitch Catherine isabel who acted who's who did ginger she played ginger she played people in the rabbit reboots she was in american mary she does twitch now hmm. she she's from toronto she does twitch pretty good twitch stream so go check her stuff out if you if you're twitch people but she's pretty good she plays like animal crossing all the time hmm. Four stars. I love autistic wolf movies. Is this an autistic werewolf? Would you say it's got that layer of it? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. 
we could get really yeah. deep in it. Wonder if it's a trans autistic film. Maybe it is. Maybe it's decoded as that. Maybe it could be. <laughs> My. Wow. So this person, Alina, said, "I feel like people. One person might. Um, um." Some people might actually hear this podcast and be like, why are you talking about my reviews? Um, this person's like, my sexuality is Catherine Isabel, mouth bloody and hair grain, ripping t- teenage boys apart. The best part, though, is a guy under here wrote, my sexuality is being the teenage boy. Uh, <laughs> cool. Okay. I have one from, I don't know their name, they just have a snail emoji. She says, three and a half stars, I too turn into a raging she-wolf who wants to eat men alive during my period. I'm going to do some fun stuff. Um, I'm going to go down to the worst reviews just for fun. Because we've been reading a lot of, like, people that (laughs) like it. But this one, after seeing so many edits of it on TikTok, I decided to watch it and literally had to stop 15 minutes in. The the girlies telling you it's good are vile for lying. Half a star. (laughs) Maybe I could respect this person because they like Clockwork Orange. Okay, cool. That is also a good movie. I'm not like other girls. Someone said fucking hate it Slow paced <laughs> Werewolf was smaller than my friend's dog That Yeah it was a very small werewolf I'll agree with that Smells like a man was responsible for this mess <laughs> uh, Yeah True <laughs> I don't know if I should say that one But like this is from an anime Oh my god So I, I I'll say it, but I have to preface it with the person who wrote this has an anima, anime profile photo, meaning that their their opinion is invalid, and that is this film is ass, maybe women are the problem, but the anime profile photo 100% makes it disqualified as quality. Um, that's If you want to learn something from the podcast today, don't have anime profile photos. Yeah, a lot of... A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people yeah. do like it. It's a mixed movie. Um, it's We both liked it, though. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I think I gave it a four out of five. Yeah. Four out of five. I, like, I might... Eight I out of ten. I four, but I'm like, I feel like three and a half. But yeah. I don't know. 16 out of 20 if like we do Luke Pontos out of 20 score. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's in the middle now, so we're going to try something new. This week, we I wanted to try this one last week. I know in the podcast I talked about it, but there was a, it wasn't really a movie that was able to do it. But now we have ginger snaps, so mm-hmm. I thought, let's make an alcoholic beverage <laughs> that would relate to the movie. Okay. I was thinking cranberry juice, vodka, maybe a little bit of ginger ale because it's ginger. I would say Maybe like that. ginger beer. Ginger beer. Okay, so ginger with beer like, with a cherry in it. Or even like a Shirley Temple, but like spiked. Spiked Shirley Temple, yes. Yeah. Something either bloody yeah. or ginger. I feel bad because the guy, the guy in the bathroom in that one scene had too many spike Shirley Temples and start peeing Shirley Temple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, okay. Anyways. Anyways. That was Ginger, that was ginger snaps. snaps. 
The next movie I like <laughs> a lot more than Ginger Snaps. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I really like Ginger Snaps, but this one is a better movie. But it's because it's a more quality movie. It's a classic. It's 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 a classic. I never saw it. I know people are gonna literally assassinate me for not seeing it, even though I was a film person. It's fine, I've um, literally seen like none of these movies on this podcast. <laughs> like, but I'm now. choosing like I'm not even choosing like. Sometimes the movies I'm choosing are like stuff where it's like basic shit. That, like I mean, no one's yeah, ever. That's like off brand. You don't have to be embarrassed for not seeing <laughs> this old French new old wave French movie. movie called not Breathless because I love Breathless. Um, the four hundred blows. Four hundred blows. Three hundred ninety-nine yeah. of them. Um, yes. I watched this for the first time last year in my first year of film school, and. I was not expecting to like it or pay attention because I'm just like, uh, black and white French movie, I don't really care. And then I just like watched it all the way through and I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Um, people just hang ending. out. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's a movie where people just hang out and I think that... I don't know if I would agree with You don't that. think so? I'm not meaning like a hey now, hey now movie. Know. Like it's not Days and Confused or Fast like Times. A but it's a series of events over the It's a series of, of events. The plot is a little thin. Like it's not, that's not to the detriment of the film. Because yeah. arguably the movie's an hour and 40 minutes. And the scene, the first scene in the classroom is like 10 minutes. And I yeah. think, and I think that um, it's it's one of those things where it's, it's not a detriment that the movie has that. It's movie about a kid dealing with being a kid yeah and not wanting to not be a kid situation in a family like, where they don't really care about him because teacher. he fucking steals a typewriter and his parents are like well you're gonna we don't want you in the house anymore and i yeah. think it could be a representation of the way that society was for kids at the time mm -hmm. in 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 France at that moment, and I I would argue that probably what it is because there's probably purpose to why it was like the way it was, mm -hmm. but it was such I didn't know what to expect going in because I never saw a trailer. Actually, mm -hmm. I watched the re-edited BFI trailer for like the 4K transfer that came out oh, in yeah. theaters this year, and. I like that trailer, and when I saw it, I was like, okay, so it's essentially just things will happen. Mm -hmm. Things are going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to have a solid, concrete plot, but, you know, there'll be things where, yeah, he'll go to the carnival, he'll spend a lot of money he shouldn't, and then his parents, he'll be like, yeah, I didn't steal money from my parents. Yeah. And then, yeah, it got to a point where he gets arrested, and that's an interesting scene <laughs> where he's in the prison. Him just crying being taken away yeah like a lot of people like that and I'm like, like the shot of him so in the back sad. of the car and yeah it's like, a little yeah. tear i'm like it's so it's, like, you feel for this kid it's really 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 good movie like it's mm -hmm. it's funny because this is a movie that every i i said i brought up dawson's creek but i don't think dawson's creek has a poster of this i don't think it has in his room but anytime there's a film um there's a film person in a movie they all or in a show they always have 400 blows on their wall i think that <laughs> um per um me earl and the dying girl i think he has yeah, a 400 blows poster probably. somewhere um i know for sure in nirvana the band the show one of the ones they have on their wall is 400 blows this is the type of movie that 
is it's one of those ones where it's held so highly mm-hmm. in terms of because of what it was for you know film and art at the time it came out and where it came out yeah. that I was all everyone was like oh have you seen 400 blows I always heard 400 blows you know all especially going through um film school for university everyone's like 400 blows yeah. 400 blows and it's it's I I wasn't disappointed with it but it's not a perfect movie I think that like it, it's one where I didn't I can't say it's perfect because it gets lost in itself sometimes where it's like you know by the end of it you're like okay i can see that this is like a metaphor for like growing up and realizing you don't like what happens when you grow up um but you know the ending was a little bit disappointing because i know before you were like you not just you i'm not gonna throw you under the bus (laughs) but everyone in the world was like that ending is powerful and then i watched it and i was like i I kind of understood what it was going for, but then I had to ask you, like, what's the purpose of the ending? Am I missing something? Because mm-hmm. I genuinely, the way that it was being hyped up, I thought the kid was going to escape, and then he was going to get killed, and it was going to be this powerful message of, mm-hmm. like, mistreatment of children and shit that through society doesn't treat women, or, like, children like humans and shit. That's what I thought it was going to be, but then... There was that, and I'm like, I guess it's like being depressed about adulthood and not feeling comfortable with adulthood. I guess that's what it means. But, like, I was a little disappointed with the ending, I'm not going to lie, but... I think it was just, like, a lot of people feel the same way the first time because I, like, watched it in the end, and I was like, that's it. And then I Googled it to be like, what does this mean? And then I learned, and I was like, oh, my God, that's genius. And it was also um, the first to have a freeze frame at the end oh really so that's why it's like hyped up it's hyped much. up because the freeze frame. and it breaks yeah. the fourth wall because he looks into the yeah. camera yeah the freeze like... frame for me i was like okay <laughs> that's interesting an interesting choice um but yeah it was it's it's a good movie i'll say it's a good movie i gave it an i gave it a nine yeah. it's not a movie that i think is terrible i don't think it's awful i think it's pretty great it's just, I can't say it's one of my favorite movies, though, no. because I think that there's other French New Wave films, uh, French films like Alphaville, Breathless, uh, Pierre Le Fou, I'm trying to think of other, Umbrellas of Cherbourg, I was talking about that one earlier, too. Like, it's, there's other French movies where I'm like, I like this. I guess French movies, I got one poster on my wall, the Titan poster. Titan's also a great French Portrait. film. Portrait's a good French film. Like, there's a lot of great French films, and I think this one, I like it, but I don't... Mm-hmm. I, I understand, but I don't understand why it's, like, one of the best French films <laughs> of all time. It's, like, it's really good. Um, oh, yeah, so, so yeah, some, someone's review here. I'm looking at it down, and they said the little scene where he stands in the police car driving away, looking out the window with the bars in front of him. Tears in his eyes just kill me. It's like, mm-hmm. that's true. It's really wild. My favorite review is DVD froze at the end, but otherwise a great film. <laughs> yeah. But there, uh, I did see a comment because I went to like rewatch the ending on YouTube just to like make sure I remembered fully because it's mm-hmm. such a long take. Yeah. Which is like also so cool. But someone commented, they're like, this is just my own theory, but they think that because it like leaves you wondering like what happens after that and she was like i think he just like goes into the river and drowns himself and i was like 
shit. I never, yeah. I never thought of that that he could like that it could have been a situation where he just fucking kills himself at the I end. Like, I oh thought he was gonna drown. I, I when I was watching it, I thought he was gonna drown or he was gonna be running to the river and someone was gonna shoot him and that was gonna be the end. But like, it could be that. I think there is a comment earlier in the film, but I didn't remember it where he like says he wants to go to the ocean. Oh yeah. So I feel like that's more meaningful, but I didn't... Yeah, so he gets the to the time. ocean, but he's not happy because his life is shit. Yeah, he just, like, realizes, yeah. like, oh my god, now what? And it's just, like, he's so lost, and it, yeah. it makes me sad. <laughs> it's it's a good movie. It's good cinematography. The acting... It, it's child acting is a weird thing, but, like, mm-hmm. I like him as an actor because yeah. it's believable. It's um, it was... it's. It was interesting, the, the dichotomies of the movie, like, you know, him living in his house where he lives in a fucking closet, and then mm-hmm. he goes to his friend's house where he's like, go sleep in my room, they're not gonna notice, yeah. and he's got this big-ass fucking room and shit. It's like, mm-hmm. that's cool. It's like a lot of the, you know, poor and rich, big and small, showing how, it really does show how the perception of a child and how it's hard to be a child sometimes mm-hmm. because there is those things like people that have different than you and you're like you look down or you look up on that shit yeah. and i in different situations that happen throughout it where you're like you just want to experience stuff you don't you don't you don't believe in institutions and shit like that and you just want to exist and that's something that I thought was interesting. Because obviously they skip school the most in the movie. They don't even go to... They go to school once in this movie. But the rest of it, they're just not even in school. But it's, it is. It's one of those movies that I think, you know, is... It, it's a really good movie. Like, it's really good. I, I feel like anyone who gives it anything lower than maybe a three and a half just don't get it. Or they're just not willing to sit through a movie... Like, if they're the type of people where they shut off after 15 minutes, like, you just don't yeah, like movies. Like, like, it's just not... You really have to pay attention to yeah. this one. But I love it. And I love how <laughs> the another piece of cinema references it. There's that scene where he's in the spinny, and he's climbing on the wall and stuff. Very reminiscent of another piece of cinema, Diary of Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. Oh when he's cli- When they're climbing... And Roderick throws up on the fucking the guy with the beard that's chasing them and shit, and they're in the fucking spinner and shit. That if it, I I didn't notice it until I saw this movie, but I'm like, man, cinema, copy cinema. You know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> totally. Diary of Olympi- Anyway. Yes. No. This How mo- would we connect these two? <laughs> I think we talked about it before because I wanted to talk about. You know, I, I, my movie I chose a long time ago. And we tried mm-hmm. to find a movie that you wanted to choose that would, like, fit with it. And I think we decided this this idea of adolescence. Like, the positivity and the negativity of growing up. Growing because up. one of them is shown through living in France in the 50s. And one of them is being in Canada and turning into a fucking werewolf. Violence. Violence. <laughs> I mean, it they're could... both, like, acting out. You could say it's it's differing, varying looks on puberty, too. Mm-hmm. Like, becoming an adult. Yeah. Um, and I think that you could say 400 Blows is from a, from a male perspective of puberty. Because, like, even from the start where they're passing around that fucking, like, magazine and shit, <laughs> and they get caught with it. And all the stuff, that, the stupid shit they do, very much focused on, like, you know, wanting to be an adult, wanting to be, well, I want to be a man, I want to be, like, my mm-hmm. father and shit, like, throughout that whole movie. 
Um, and Ginger Snaps is a really interesting discussion on like female puberty, but done like a horror movie where it's like <laughs> this be, like evolving and changing and stuff like that. I, I guess you could say adolescence and puberty is where it's connected. Yeah. That's the big thing. I can't think of any smaller niche ones that are like funny ones, but you know. Yeah. Just adolescence. Yeah. At its finest. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they were both good movies. Mm-hmm. Next week is fun because next week <laughs> we, uh, I guess I will say. Because a lot of people won't realize, I'll refer to why we're doing this, but I won't say the movies because people won't realize what we're doing. Because unless they, like, n- up on the know about events, they won't know what movies we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but we're doing two movies that are in the same franchise. And we're doing it because one of them, we're going to an event where essentially the gimmick is, is we're going to get drunk and watch this movie. And, you know, drinking games, shit like that for this movie. And, you know, we're doing the sequel with it, too, because we thought, well, it makes sense. Why wouldn't we not do that? And then we could talk about the event mm-hmm. through the the episode. Um, but, no, we're doing this double feature, which of, of a franchise that's, I think, near and dear to both of our hearts. I would assume, because I grew up yeah. with these two movies. I love it. Like, these are movies I watched as a kid, and it's funny because everyone in that audience, when we see it, are going to be our age and would have grown up with this movie and be like, yeah, this movie was cool when we were kids, you know? It's going to be one of those situations. It's going to be wild. Um, I guess the ways to describe it is, you know, childhood, 2000s, two movies from a 2000s franchise that's from my childhood. I would say the one thing I said to you, which I think is... a a giveaway but some people might not understand because they don't look at it in that perspective it's very much the epitome of of weed cinema or like that type of thing this these mm-hmm. movies very much are high movies <laughs> like that's what these yeah. are but some people don't look at the this franchise that way and um it's pretty scrappy too yeah you could say that you <laughs> could say <laughs> Uh, with, I would say, one of my first favorite actors. You know who exactly I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, essentially, I I watched, he was one of my first favorite actors when I was a kid. I had to watch everything it was in, and then, of course, there was a horror movie he was in, and I was like, I tried to make myself watch it, and I'm like, this is too scary. We could talk about that at some point. That movie's really fun. Uh, but no, every, like, I was like, I gotta watch all of his, all of his movies. Um, but no, it's... It, yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be fun. This week had some good movies. Next week we'll have some good movies. Mm-hmm. Excited to talk about them and really interesting to do a slightly shorter episode, but also a fun episode talking about adolescence and puberty through a horror movie and a French New Wave film. I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think they would go together, but yeah. it fits well. Um, but no, it was fun. Excited for next week where we do two movies from the same franchise. It's gonna be fun. Yeah could be could be interesting childhood fun this was fun that will be fun good couple weeks of films yeah yeah